0: Hello everyone, this is Dan. I just owe you a quick apology in advance because when we recorded this review I was unfortunately not in very good voice and it does come across on the recording and may make it difficult to listen to in part. I hope you can still enjoy it anyway.
1: Podcast starts.
0: Hello dear listener and welcome to one of our occasional, rather shorter episodes, which we call mini reviews. Today I'm going to be talking about one of the films that was premiered at Grimfest in Manchester this year. And I have the great great pleasure of talking about it with Stella Gaynor. Hello, Stella.
2: Hello, Dan.
0: Now this Grimfest <laughs> would have been our fifth consecutive Grimfest. And our
2: third yeah. one together in person, except that I was poorly. You have to go on no, your own. I did go on my own. Um, but the uh, as always, the the crowd at Grim Horror fans in general are uh, are a lovely bunch. So whenever anybody clocked that I was sat on my own or you know milling around outside on my own, you know people always came over and chatted. So. It was, uh, it was all good, and testament to the uh, lovely lovely horror fans that are out
0: oh, there. Yeah, they've always been mm. lovely. Um, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't recognise them now, but I remember the last time that me and you were at a, a Greenfest in person, we sat next to a couple of guys who yeah. said to us at the end, we only really got talking to them at the end of the day, even though we'd been sitting next to them for like 10 hours. <laughs> and they said, oh, we'll see you at the next one then. And we were, yeah. Yes, and, and of course then it was the pandemic, so it's like, it's now three mm. years later, and I, I don't really remember what they looked like.
2: I think I remember one of them, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. But, <laughs> Next year, um, maybe. They're, you know, they're a lovely bunch, and
0: also Grimfest, mm. um, the organisation has been lovely to me, and sent me screeners of the movies that you saw, so that I could yeah. watch them, so we could talk about them on this podcast.
2: Thank you Grimfest, thank you for
0: being lovely Yep, oh. thanks Grimfest So this episode, in the first of two mini-reviews we're going to give to movies from this year's Grimfest we're going to be talking about an Italian film that had its international premiere at the festival it's called Fo, although I might be mangling that pronunciation
2: <laughs> Sorry everyone in Italy <laughs>
0: Its English language title, though, is The Goldsmith. It went on to win Best Screenplay in the Reaper Awards, given annually by Grimfest's panel of judges. And in fact, Stella had the opportunity to chat to one of the co-authors of that screenplay at the event, and you'll hear that interview a bit later. So a summary then of the storyline of The Goldsmith. So the movie begins with three experienced, though perhaps rather inept, um, career criminals, or at least experienced thieves, played by Tania Bambici, Mike Cimini, and Gianluca Vannucci. They plan to burgle a house belonging to an elderly couple. Uh, Antonio, played by Giuseppe Pambieri, And Giovanna played by Stefania Cassini, um, because Stefano, Mike Cimini's character, has heard that the old man, being a goldsmith, has a secret lab in the house in which he works on jewellery, and they intend to find out where the lab is and basically knock it off and steal uh, the jewellery from within, but they don't know exactly where the lab is so on breaking into the house they have to capture the elderly couple and get them to give away the location of said laboratory however let's just say that the old couple have some surprises in store for the invaders and there are going to be some fairly horrific revelations further down the line but to say any more than that would be a spoiler look um, why you wanted to interrupt me there did I miss something important
2: no I was just um giggling to myself about bits of the film <laughs> okay
0: well and I suppose it is important to say the tone of this movie is it, it's got a thriller plot but it's a black comedy really isn't it yeah um, absolutely
2: uh, yeah I mean at, at grim when when they showed it you know it got it got all the laughs you yeah. know the, the, the audience seemed to really really enjoy it and the the black ness of it Um, you know without without spoiling it the fact that the first what three quarters of the film are thriller sort of heist type situation with the thieves being career criminals but not the best (laughs) and so all of their you know silly mistakes and yeah overconfidence is is really really funny and then when the film Turns that quite stark corner at the end. Yes. It's, I don't know, it just makes it all, all the better, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I say
2: career criminals,
0: but what I really mean is <laughs> the film establishes that they've done this before or similar yeah. jobs before. But yeah. Yeah, they all
2: have a role, they, don't they, to, to play this? Yes,
0: and they also have, <laughs> I, I think we can say this, it's not a spoiler, they've, they have an amazingly stylish choice of this guy they they all wear <laughs> yeah. like baby masks, really. Yeah,
2: those rubber masks, they're horrible. Yeah,
0: and um, those masks were specially designed to build mm. uh, a bedrock for the movie. And yeah, they're like baby faces, but they're crying babies.
2: They're like, you
0: know, yeah. <laughs> um, they're screaming baby faces. Yeah. And, uh, it's, um, and, and the image of like a black, black person with a big screaming baby face head but with a gun in their hand. <laughs> it's quite striking. Um, mm. I really enjoyed this movie. It Sounds like you did too, Stella.
2: Yeah, I really did. Um, it was there was. A, if, I mean, you'll probably agree, Dan, that when whenever we've gone to a GrimFest, there's always this, there seems to be recognisable themes in all the films throughout the day, and I, I'm never sure if it's intended or not. Um, but at this year's Grim, there was there was more than one film that was loosely based around. A heist slash thriller slash criminals trying to do stuff, and um, and there was also I turned to the guy sat next to me at the end, um, near enough every film had somebody's eyes being gouged out. Right. So I turned around. And it was like how 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 many eyes is that now? <laughs> <laughs> it so they, they it's I don't know it, you know as as far as the rest of the day went it, it fit in really well. Mm. I enjoyed the the chemistry of the three central cast, our, our three criminals, um, and they're kind of having to deal with their relationship gripes and grievances as they're trying to, to commit a robbery that has gone wrong, added the really nice layers of, well, they're not just stuck in this situation. They're also stuck in their obvious years of relationship yeah, yeah. turmoil that's gone on between them. And they're, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd, asked uh, the director Vincenzo himself that I felt that that um what's the word for when you're stuck in a small place claustrophobia <laughs> claustrophobia you know when they when they end up in the lab and the, and the claustrophobia in their situation and in their the, the you know the freeway relationship between mm. them oh, it was really really good and added to the not just the tension of the film but also created like you said some really lovely belly laughing black comedy moments yeah
0: yeah um i especially like the, the, the kind of narrated flashback where one of them mm. tells uh their own version of something that's happened in the past and the flashback mm. clearly shows us that it wasn't like what they're saying yeah. at all <laughs> and that was really effective i also thought the casting of those three actors was really good because even though yeah um you know even though the they're all similar age, and they're all white people. Um, obviously, two men, one woman. woman. Um, but they still had very distinctive faces, which is mm-hmm. good going when you, your movie is basically, a lot of it is three people in a room, and you, you, you're looking at mm. those faces. I mean, I think it's Stefano. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not certain about that. A couple of days since I watched it, but the, the character with like the bleak blonde hair,
2: yeah, sort of, uh, the, the cocaine addict. blonde and
0: uh, an inferiority complex. I love, there's <laughs> yeah. a moment in the heist, isn't there where the other two invaders are, are in the other room dealing with the occupant? And he goes in and he takes his baby mask off. It's not the line of coke, And then puts <laughs> the mask back on, like back to business, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he, yeah. he's... Um, he... he his look is completely different from the other guy, and they've all mm. got really expressive faces.
2: You know? Yeah, I was going to say Tanya Tanya's character, her the cuts to her frequent looks of exasperation yeah. and eye rolls that so she's still having to do this with these two absolute idiots yeah. is, is is really really good. And then that you know we'll talk about the the final you know where the film goes after after the interview, but her her acting. Changes fantastically from being comedic, exasperated to you know what what the character has to deal with later. Yes,
0: yeah, um,
2: and I think uh, again,
0: you know, the criminals they're robbing a house. They're all dressed basically the same. That, you know, they're wearing the same clothes. They've all got the baby masks on. Um, but the fact that they still come across as such distinct characters. I mean, you, you mm. can kind of tell the difference between them even when they have got the masks because of the way yeah. they all differently move and things like that.
2: The way they move, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and then you've got the two characters in the house um, who, who are fascinating in their own right and full of surprises.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we can't yeah. tip um, at, at this stage. But, um, you know, uh, they're both really good. The husband, uh, Antonio, played <laughs> by Giuseppe Zambieri. Listener, can you tell that I'm opening a different window on my laptop? Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Again, he's got lots of, lots of long sequences where it's just the camera looking at his face and he's talking. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And and he does that fantastically as well. There isn't a weak performance in it. There's also a, no. a nice cameo by a character who's, a kind of local, police officer, in the area. Yeah. Who, interestingly, for a kind of host movie, where you you want the cop to come. Come round and uh, and check uh, or, and save the day. He seems to constantly turn up at exactly the wrong
2: moments.
0: <laughs> um, kind of fun. And um, yeah, I I, I absolutely love this movie to a point. Um, I will say I I think, um, kind of the ending, I didn't fully understand. Or maybe <laughs> uh, we will have to go into spoilers. to, to clarify yeah. that. But I thought that the um the character interplay and the tension and the fact that it kept doing the opposite to what you expected. Or not the opposite mm. because that makes it sound predictable. It it, it 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 can the suspense is really well maintained and built. Mm. And it's funny as well. And the characters are really well um portrayed. But I I just thought that, uh, towards the end when things started to become explained, I, I felt well. I felt like a I wasn't always sure they had been explained fully, and and it, maybe it felt like a bit of a letdown. But um, I I did really enjoy the journey. Um, yeah. This. Um, so before we go to your interview, Tower, which we should warn the listener, it is after you've seen the film, so it does include. Yeah. Um, some spoiler stuff. So, if you're a listener, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it now and come back and listen to this interview later. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to say, Stella, that's spoiler free?
2: Ooh, that's spoiler free? Uh... No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, need to, I need to talk about where the film goes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, and the music's really
0: good. I'll just say that yes. um, it's just a really nice looking and sounding movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
0: and from your interview I gather it was shot in three weeks which is
2: yeah three quite weeks impressive. which is it
0: doesn't look at all cheap, insane though. um yeah it's, it's quite a slick movie mm-hmm. and you know there are obviously quite a lot of it is set in a small room but it's not the kind mm. of movie where you think it's set in a small room because that's all they could afford because
2: they've got no money it, yeah. it all seems like
0: creative choices um and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a recommendation for me, definitely um, yep. so at, um, at Grimfest you met the director um, mm-hmm. and the director's <laughs> name is Vincenzo Ricciotto um, and he, he was also the co-writer with Germano mm-hmm. Um who else did you meet with uh, Vincenzo? The producer Oh, okay, so Manuela de Tommaso
2: yeah. Yes. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and just listen, we'll have to apologize because it was, this interview was recorded at a busy event and there is a bit of noise yeah. pollution, um, including at one point a police siren, which is kind of appropriate. Um, <laughs> so um, just uh, you, you may have to turn your volume up a little bit. And yeah. We've done what we can with it. So hopefully, you'll find this interesting and then Stella and I will be back afterwards with a spoiler discussion on the movie.
3: Okay, let me Hi, to meet
2: you. you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for sitting down with me. So, I just have four questions. And the first one I thought of while I was watching the film. Um, I know you said, did you say you wrote it before the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was thinking while I was watching it that it really resonated the being stuck with friends or family you don't really want to be stuck with over okay. lockdown, and I felt that that,
1: even uh, though you
2: wrote it before that, I felt that that really, I really felt that sort of stuck of being, oh God, I hate you. Uh, with, with, <laughs> in those uh, so uh, small spaces. You predicted lockdown. <laughs> you <laughs> <say that>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I felt yeah. that really sort of sat nicely as we come out of, of that period. Oh yeah, because now, uh,
3: yeah, it's, re- it's real because now a lot of movies talk about pandemic, yep. people stuck in, in places. Uh, yeah. Um, this is one of them. See, but it was not intentional. <laughs> I have no connection with China. It's okay. It's No, 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 it was. do not like? bats, know. No bats. Uh, in Italy. No bats. In Italy. Coincidence. 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 Yeah, yeah
2: okay. but I, I really felt that that being stuck with people who, you know, oh yeah, we'll be fine over lockdown, <laughs> and then two weeks later. <laughs> you know. Anyway, that's what I was thinking. That made me think of during the film. So, because it's very closed in, all those small spaces, was that challenging in production to be in that really small space?
3: Yeah. Okay. Usually, you have to. Um, one is the space you see on mm. the screen, and one the space you need on set. You know. Usually, you have to have three, four meters more than mm-hmm. you want to show. So, villa is not so um, small. No, no, no. no. The it's whole a was very... Three floor and Enough big. Yeah, uh, not big. Not so big. Uh, okay, we have the woods you know. um, Yeah, the um, the laboratory, the lab, mm-hmm. was uh, little, but... Uh, it's okay. a garage, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a garage, the place where they put the, the woods for the, the mm-hmm. cam and... Um, I had some doubt about the floor, uh, the roof, sorry, because it's too yeah uh, I, bus, so.
2: I, um, low. It's too low.
3: I, um, in the shooting list, I I, um, I wanted to do some zenithal ones mm-hmm. uh, for very, very high. I can't do yeah. it, so we can have to adapt the scene, uh, trying to stay in style mm-hmm. in the movie. So, in a certain way, it helped because they are stuck in that little place mm-hmm. and um, shots reveal it. Yeah, it So
2: felt very close. Yeah,
3: okay, we have uh, spe- um, 80% of time the flycam. Right. With the operator with the flycam, you can fake the, um, the hand. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Handy. But it's good because... Uh, the uh, space is so low. It's, it's a little space, so he can move. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, we had is um, traveling with binaries. Some, sometimes, just mm-hmm. two, three times when uh, okay, when we are in the hole in the house, because we have space. Uh, so yes. Okay. The basement was big yeah. because it's 15 See. meters mm-hmm. and 7 meters. Uh, yeah, uh, the roof. So we have more space to to, mm. to navigate the space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining inside! Yeah, it was a pro- one of the problems. <laughs> of the problem. <laughs> wow. Because uh, the last very few days. Okay. If you see the movie, in <laughs> some point you can, look, you can you can see some dots. Right. Yes. Two yeah,
0: times.
3: Yes. I try to avoid it in the editing, but
0: yeah. And uh, I say it's good, it's good, it's okay, very because good atmosphere. So, so high, but
3: some certain point, we made the sea um, umbrellas si. on the <laughs> beds uh, under the camera. To, to <laughs> get, yeah. yeah. Wow! Uh, Very funny. independent movie. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And in three weeks. Three, three weeks. weeks. Three weeks. Wow. Yes. That's don't insane. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't get anything. That's really insane. Look at me. <laughs> I, I'm 22. It's <laughs> <laughs> <At> movies. <laughs> That's And I. Right? I oh. ah, this way. This day. Uh, finish. Uh, finish. Uh, finish. Look at the hour. It's,
3: it's a challenge. You know, yeah. See. In that was.
2: Why was it only three weeks? It was just how long you have the villa for or was it no, budget it's, it's or it's budget
3: right. yeah yes yeah. okay you have certain money for certain days so that is the budget yeah days <laughs> yes and that's all you've got uh for
0: per, um, oddio, non so come dirla. per oh dear I don't know how to say it per avere for. tutto regolare all
2: the regular uh, the workers
3: mm-hmm. uh, oh, to stay, and to stay uh, the stay in the, the yeah
2: uh, exactly right mm still though, three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I, I told her, next next one, minimum <laughs> five. Minimum yes, five. maybe See, five weeks. Mi- I maybe promise. six, eight. <laughs> <Yes>. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, let us know. <laughs> um, the other question I had was about the special effects mm-hmm. with the eyes. Yeah. Um. So it looked like it was mainly practical, yes. hands-on effects.
3: We have um, two very genius I mm-hmm. in special effects because it one of the,
2: great
3: one of them um, it works like uh, with G- the Garrone, Carlo Diamantini. Carlo Diamantini, he works with uh Matteo, Garro- Matteo, Matteo Garrone, Matteo Garrone is a big italian director mm-hmm. uh, and they made a uh, wonderful work, mm-hmm. all the masks for the, okay, the mask for the robbery mm-hmm. but also, also the, the Silicon mask for the the skin Mm -hmm. or fake skin. The the whole here, wonderful job. Also for her, because Tanya, the actress for the the ending, she stayed all the day blind. Yeah. Because she was blind, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really blind, because this mount on her eyes. Mm -hmm. So she was blind for a day.
2: How was she with that? Was she a bit? She was. (laughs) She was. Easy. Okay.
3: Okay. I stay here. I wait here. Just <laughs> stay still. Yeah. Give <laughs> me worry. some. Give me some music. Uh, I wait here. Right. Do your thing. Oh wow.
2: well, fair enough. And um, so, with that being practical effects, would you always prefer practical over digital CGI? Okay. it, it, sort of like I think
3: <laughs> it, it depends on needs. Mm-hmm. In this case, practical is more is better. For mm-hmm. me. We have also used some. some some CGI, yeah, mm-hmm. but um, invisible ones. Yeah. So, uh, there's one scene that uh, you have the. is uh, The red. Okay, the, the punch. The punch sign. Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. It uh, is always real. It's always mm-hmm. makeup, just um, but in one scene, right? Most CGI. Because we don't have, we don't want. Okay. Uh, also, okay. C- so you c- saw that afterwards. Yeah. They went, no! Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Just a little edition problem. Yeah. Well, okay. CGI was in the, in the little in the little screen mm-hmm. when uh, Antonio looks them. Yeah. Uh, so also the treatment of the TV effects, mm-hmm. uh, just something. Mm-hmm uh in CGI. No, I don't know. No. Okay. No. When they disactivate the alarm altro. the alarm no, the le, CGI... le, um,
0: mm. l'etichetta del bambino, della coppa del bambino ma ah, okay.
3: che a okay, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the <inaudible> first scene the uh, one of the child has uh, a <inaudible> holy grail, <inaudible> you know he <laughs> <laughs> has all um, the um label, white label there <inaudible> well the CGI cover yeah sure. just right. just what it needs yeah i don't like movies all in cgi mm-hmm. because you're yeah. in the studio it's yeah it's easy If mm-hmm. you have money it means you money. have money <laughs> okay. and time so we yeah, have you using cgi um just for the need
2: yeah that's what i was thinking but yeah the eyes look fantastic <laughs> um so that's so, so with with this film and then with your the other other films what's your biggest horror inspiration from the broader world of horror i'm sure everyone has the same question
3: but. oh okay the world, the best inspiration yeah right. I, I show you some more things oh. <laughs> uh, oh i've got the carpet <laughs> <laughs> this is it okay <laughs> so there we go <laughs> oh, it's, it's fantastic carpet yeah it's a
1: tappeto. no che figata, Bellissimo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Sister of tattoos. Tattoo yeah. Oh, okay.
2: well, there we go. That was a short answer. <laughs> we just need to show it.
3: <laughs> Thank you for the answer, uh, the question. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, that's all my questions. I really, really enjoyed the film. And like I said, I, I loved you. the claustrophobicness. And I think after
3: see, the last. It's important for me to know if it, it works. Yeah, it felt. Because I'm, we are anesthetized on the movie. Of I, course. I, I see the movie, I don't see the yeah. movie. I see yeah. all. The Stuff. So yeah. I need to know from others yeah. how it, uh, mm. it works. The same for me. Mm. Mm. Mm.
2: And that's why I felt that the closeness and the stuck, mm-hmm. being stuck, really resonates after the last two years of being stuck at home. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I
3: didn't think about that. Yeah. It's, uh, you it's can have good, that. Good <laughs> si, si. very good. It's a good argument.
0: Yeah. Si. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Stella. We are free to discuss spoilers for the gold. Excellent. Okie doke. So, um, you want me to tell you first what uh, what I wasn't sure of, or yeah, okay, so, yeah, go on. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I love the revelation that obviously it's it's kind of all a plot by the couple in the house, mm. and especially that the the, uh, the wife, the wife Stefania Cassini, um that's the one uh, she is kind of she's very meek and mild looking but she's a, a bit of a nutcase
2: she's um, absolutely off her rocker uh, it's fantastic you know, the guy might be <laughs> brains
0: behind the operation and does the talking but she uh, is um yeah she's uh, i don't know if she's the mover and shaker but she's totally bloodthirsty and towards the end of the film even after her husband is dead, she doesn't seem remotely bothered, and he's just <laughs>
2: completely, completely not asked. Yeah, she's just,
0: <laughs> but she's really happy that they've achieved what they set out to achieve. And, and my point yeah. was I didn't really get what that was. I mean, it, yeah. they, they seem to be. Yeah, he's he's obviously um, he, he's a craftsman. He uh, he's like a jeweler, and they've made like gold eyes. They take, yeah. they want to take someone's eye out and put gold eyes in them, um, and usually as, you, as as would happen when you stick a big gold needle into somebody's head, it kills them. So they're trying yeah. to, They seem to be trying to do that, <laughs> and hoping that it works eventually, which eventually it does. But I'm not sure why they're doing that. Although there is a line about we want to make criminals see themselves or something. But I didn't really understand how
2: that. Seemed. Yeah. So in the theatre, um, the director and producer, you know, when they stand at the front at Grim oh, and they yeah. do a little Q and A, you know anybody got any questions? A load of hands shot up, and everybody. The first question was that was like, what happened <laughs> right. at the end? Uh, it was was that real? Was it a dream sequence? Because you know Tanya's the recipient of the successful. Yeah. I swap I guess. Um and she sat in that sort of very beautiful white dress and um the director wouldn't really say it was more of a you know you you read into it what you will I suppose. And the way I read it was that I reckon that the occupants of the house so the goldsmith and his wife I reckon they are they've been sent mad because <laughs> they're childless. And what they've done with the eye gold thing, because they, they, they make the fake eyes and they've got like big gold spikes on the back, yeah. which goes into their heads. Yeah. And I reckon that's effectively a lobotomy. Right. So when Tanya is sat there in the dress with the fake gold eyes and she survived it and she looks, well, she looks lobotomized. Yeah, she, she looks that sort of dreamy yeah. thing. So I think they're like trying to create someone to... To keep?
0: That uh, create a child for them, essentially. Yeah. Although they do have a son, don't they? Do they? Isn't he their son, the guy who comes around? I, I love the uh Oh, is that
2: son as well. Cut-
0: yeah. Those weird cutaways to those two blokes who were just sitting there and seemed to be watching porn. And at first I kind oh, of yeah. thought, are they watching porn oh. or is it like a video of Tanya? and one of the guys i
2: think they were watching porn yeah
0: no they were i think they were because as the scenes went on i could hear that there was music coming from the film mm. because i thought well they're not going to be nobody's musically scored a <laughs> secret video of uh, of tanya uh, at, you know and her love life but um yeah. so and it just keeps cutting back to them and you gradually yeah this is really good because it doesn't give you anything doesn't give yeah. you any information or exposition about what they are. You gradually trying to kind of work out. I think, oh, these two guys are like their getaway guys or something. I think. Even though, <laughs> why would they have that? Because they've got their own car there. But it, I, I think that's what it, it was doing. But then suddenly, one of the two guys turns around and just smashes the other one's head in.
2: He just kills one, doesn't he? Out of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely out of nowhere. And then, it, and then doesn't he... Oh, he's he's like a trainee, isn't he? So maybe he's just an apprentice. Like the, the Goldsmith fellas. Maybe he's just an apprentice, not, not the or son. Maybe. Or does he say something about being his son? Maybe... Oh, I can't remember.
0: I, I'm not sure. Maybe I just inferred that. But what hmm. he does say is that he was... He has worked before with the three thieves or he knows mm. so it was he who kicked off the goldsmith and his wife about them. Uh, uh, and, that they were coming? And, uh, yeah. And and he accidentally on purpose gave the gang, you know, the information that this guy's a goldsmith, you want to go teasing. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, the wife seems really happy to, to be there with him and lobotomized Tanya at the end. It's like they're a little happy family. And the husband yeah. forgotten about. <laughs> um, well, you know, <laughs> but, but that—I mean—that's a good reading, and I do think there there is a, a sense of that from the whether it's that because of their childhood or whatever they wanted a someone to have a familiar re- relationship with, and they've yeah. uh, and they've got her there. But the, there are those lines about we want you to see inside your own soul or something, and I thought, well, how yeah. is that? Do it. Um, also, I went back and watched the beginning of the film again, and there's a quote from Mikhail Bulgakov at the beginning, which is something like, they say, the tongue can lie, but eyes only tell the truth. Something like that. Mm.
2: Um,
0: and then, yeah, the, there's also that pre-credit in which we see three kids um, running away, having stolen um you know a precious item uh like a, a golden art ornament of some kind and there's a man chasing after them and he catches up to them and then the female one just stabs him and, mm. and, 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 and he dies and and then it cuts to credit and i wasn't really sure how that related to the rest of the film well wasn't
2: that those three well i th- i thought maybe it was well I I think it Um, (laughs) was. We've understood this film very well. (laughs) Apologies to the the director and
0: crew, because, um, yeah, uh, we've maybe not given the the film this time. Um, I thought maybe it was, but also, there is a line, Goldsmith has a line where he says to them, you killed my father, I saw it happen. Do you remember that? Um, And... No. I didn't really put together when or where that happened um, and also I find it on, on watching it again I find it confusing because when they kill the man it's the female who comes in with the knife and stabs him, mm. and that reminded me more of the wife in the house who's a bit knife happy and does do the thing of appearing
2: suddenly. <laughs> she's a bit knife happy
0: yeah yeah. appears suddenly and stabs people at points. So and...
2: <laughs> how did you like the the turn from heist to essentially torture porn?
0: I loved it. Um although, although there's not a lot of torture in it, is there? I, I won't really no. give that impression really, because it's you not know, more the claustrophobic the fact that the, the criminals get trapped. Um
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I thought it was great. I loved the way the tables were turned. Um, mm-hmm. And I love the way uh, it, beca- it becomes clear that the uh, the goldsmith and his wife know more about the criminals than they know about each other. Yeah, um, yeah. And
2: they've got all their
0: secrets. So, so they're, they're transformed from being aggressors to being victims. I thought that was great. All that stuff. Yeah. Just what I was, really loved really that. Just, and there's a, quite a long sequence um you know, maybe ten minutes or so where it's nothing happens except it's the goldsmith talking through the screen to the three criminals. Yeah. And they're just gradually realising the situation they're in and, and we the audience are realizing that he really knows about them. He's planned this. Mm. Um but it does it doesn't give anything away that um, yeah
2: but you still can't tell from there where you're gonna go
0: yeah.
2: and I love how you know I'm pretty sure we said this in, in the interview that they go down into the lab and then they go down some stairs and they just go further and further down they're just descending over time until they end up in that yeah. horrible basement with the with the autopsy tables yes. yeah. and it's just yeah I, I just I think you know like like we said before before the interview it's the journey that you go on with the film is really good. I think the pacing's very good. That we don't spend too much time waiting for it to get to the, to you know, to to the horary bit, um, and the, the you know, the laughs that you have in the first bit of the film mm-hmm. make the grimness of the end better, or you know, that much more more grim because, like you said, the tables the tables have definitely definitely turned doesn't she tanya nearly escapes doesn't she she has a good go at escaping yeah
0: she makes it to the yeah. door and yeah. they, they shoot her with the tramp dart, i think yeah yeah
2: um i enjoyed that <laughs> yeah no that stuff is yeah
0: because um i thought she was gonna escape because she, she yeah i really the, thought she was getting out um, and then um you know she makes a good fight against the girl yeah. when he's about to Take your eyes out, or whatever. That whole ending, uh, where they go into the basement, is really well constructed. In that they get into the basement, there's already already a woman victim in there. We don't mm-hmm. know who she is. They see what happens to her. You know, they see that she's had her eyes removed and and whatever. Then they get tied to the tables, and then. Mm-hmm. That happens to Stefano, what Tanya watches. Yeah. Um,
2: so
0: we, so we, we've we, sort of seen it, um, you sort of see the effects of it, then you see it happening. Then yeah. you see Tanya trying to get away from it, and, and you know exactly mm-hmm. what is at stake. You know, it's just really good kind of cinematic yeah. storytelling. And also, yeah, the little gruesome detail, They have to remove the eyelids, and they put
2: yeah the eyelids
0: in a little pastry dish kind of thing.
2: Yeah, to keep keep them safe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that, you know, like I said, I'd seen a lot of eyes out right. <laughs> that day. Yeah, I think me and fella counted cocking on for like five. Just a lot right <laughs> in a day. <laughs> well, but you know that aside i uh i thoroughly enjoyed it and if you can get a hold of it and watch it then absolutely do
0: yes yeah i agree um, I, i'm i sure it will turn up with many more festivals but hopefully get a mm. wider release soon. yes It'll soon be available on streaming services and such um uh yeah no fantastic. It, it's fantastic it's really entertaining. it's really well made so um despite my misgivings um I would probably watch <laughs> it again to see if, mm. if, what I've missed I think that um the bit at the beginning must be uh the why don't you say young versions of the three main characters and the guy they care yeah. is the goldsmith father but I just missed yeah, so something it's a bit which, of
2: revenge.
0: which explicitly tied it together um
2: yeah. Oh, we'll watch it again. <laughs> okay. no, that was great. Watch it again. So that
0: was the first of our two reviews from this year's Grimfest. So the next one I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about uh, in a few weeks' time will be uh, The Price We Pay, which yes. I've not worn. So, you know, I'm gutted that I didn't make it to the actual event
2: yeah. this
0: year. And instead, I stayed at home in my sick bed, watched many Jack the Oh, me, you did, yeah. So, you had a little
2: so have, little marathon to I had yourself. My own <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <so. laughs> and, I bought a hoodie this year. I bought a Grimfest hoodie. Oh. And it's and uh, that's what, big and warm. What we
0: need to say sorry just for the benefit of the listener,
2: because the yeah. listener
0: has now heard the um, the interview. The one thing which I wasn't sure was when you said to him what's your biggest inspiration <laughs> in horror and he says i'll show you oh but then it doesn't really i mean i i think you said something like oh it's the carpet or i've got that carpet i thought is it the shining
2: <laughs> that's it the... it's tattoos yeah All right he's got um red rum on his arm All right so he showed me that and i was like oh, i've got the carpet because i've got a shining tattoo on on my arm oh, okay. and obviously this is a oh, wow. an audio medium but Yes, listener, I'm looking so at that, can't that
0: terrifying kind uh, of honeycomb carpet pattern tattoo. With a skull, oh my God, wow! <laughs> got everything going oh. on. So <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: So yeah, we we got to go. Yay tattoos for a second. Which again, this isn't audio <laughs> media, right? So yeah, so that. But you know, if if you want to put a picture on there. <laughs> on the Facebook page can. Oh I about a new well, one. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll do that, send me picture. Um <laughs> because yeah,
0: that was a particularly explanatory bit of the narration. It was basically, Oh,
2: look at this. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <look at> that. <laughs> so Well you know when in, in the in the film when he writes red red rum on the door, in yeah. like the red it's like red lipstick is it? I seem remember. So it's it's like that. They have that exact same thing that tattooed on is uh his forearm
0: okay. All right. <laughs> oh, okay anyway so you were saying about the merch you got the day
2: yeah i got a big a big warm cuddly hoodie and i've worn it lots oh, nice. <laughs> yeah so you know i allowed myself to buy to buy something uh that was slightly more expensive now that i've got a different job with <laughs> it pays more money because i'm gonna buy a hoodie oh, nice. so, yeah thanks grim all
0: right then star well what was all then? right and we're reviewing in both spoiler-free and spoiler-full fashion. And thank you very cool. much, because that was great. Thanks, so Dan. Much. Um, Yeah. And, and thank you very much for being our roving reporter at Grimfest <laughs> and, um, and coming back with interviews and, and cool stuff. That was great. I really <laughs> appreciate it. I'm sorry I had to put you through that, but I'm glad you had a good time. I felt bad I for abandoning you. But um, uh, all, sorry, all came out well end yeah all right let's know well i hope you've enjoyed us talking about the goldsmith um and i'm not sure what's going to be on next week's episode because we're recording out of order at the moment and i'm not sure what's mm. going to come out when um but we will be back <laughs> next week all right so thank you folks we, we will not see you and you will not see us because it is an audio <laughs> medium however there will be an episode release which you can listen to. I'm being scrupulously <laughs> accurate here.
2: You can listen to at your leisure. Yes. <laughs> that
0: will happen in a week. We will be
2: in your phone. All right, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Bye bye.
1: You have been listening to, and now the podcast starts. Produced and released by Ambidextrous Solutions Limited. Presented by Stella Gaynor and T.D. Velasquez. Special thanks to Greg Hume for our original theme music and to Brian Gorman for our original artwork. All dialogue and music clips from films, TV shows, and trailers are used for the purposes of criticism in the spirit of fair dealing as defined in U.K. law and fair use as defined in U.S. law. No copyright infringement is intended. Please visit our home on the web, www.andnowpodcast.com for more content and contact details. Or visit our Facebook pages at andnowpod or at Pod. Follow us on Twitter at andnowpodcast or at Podcast. If you'd like to donate to us, please visit patreon.com forward slash and now podcast
0: I'm not doing my warm up
2: I think you should leave that (laughs) in
1: and now the podcast stops